Hi there! This is the PowerPoint Tribe, where our vibe is faith and our food is the Word. Prepare to be strengthened and encouraged through the teachings of God's Word and the ministry of the Spirit. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you praise, we give you glory. There is no one else like you, there is no one else like you. You are the God of the universe, you are the God of the universe. The whole earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. He has founded it upon the deep and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and pure heart who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully. He it is that can receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of Jacob. This is the generation of them that seek thee, that seek thy face, O God. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up your everlasting doors that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. Lift up your heads of your gates and be lifted up your everlasting doors that the king of glory may come in who is this king of glory the lord of hosts he is the king of glory father we come to the throne of grace thanking you tonight is anyone praying tonight? Is anyone praying tonight? Can you lift up your voice and just begin to thank him wherever you are underneath your breath? Begin to pray in the streams and begin to thank him for he is good and his mercies endure forever is good. But for the mercies of the Lord would have long been consumed. But for the mercies. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for the exemptions of mercy. Thank you for the exemptions of mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, let's thank you for seeing us thus far. He has seen us through the month of January, February, March, April, May, June. Glory to God. About entering into the next half of the year 2020. After all we've been through, it's such a great privilege to come to the presence of God and say thank you for bringing us thus far. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is July. What a privilege, what an honor, what a joy, what a merciful God we serve. Thank you for seeing us through. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We don't take it for granted that we are in July. We don't take it for granted at all. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Father, for your loving kindness. Thank you for your steadfast love. Thank you for your mercy. They never come to an end. They're new every morning. They're new every morning. They're new every morning. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise father we give you praise and we give you glory glory to jesus Glory to Jesus. In Jesus' name we worship tonight. What an honor to gather around God's presence and just thank Him. Tonight, like we said, we're going to be praising, we're going to be praying, or we're going to be prophesying. Praise the name of the Lord. He is good and His mercies endure forever. In a lot of times, I think believers sometimes we discount the place of the power of God. We discount the place of the integrity of His person. We discount the place of the magnitude of his presence. We, we discount it a lot of times. And I think perhaps it's because we have such a privileged relationship with God. And so we, we, he's our father. We have that privilege with him. And so sometimes it blinds us from seeing the magnificence of his person. And so many times what happens is that because we have gotten so used to the father nature of God. The fact that oh, he takes care of us. He answers all our questions. He, he dotes over us. He cares for us. He writes our name on the palm of his hands you know he guards us with his with his hands and he watches over us with his eyes and we're so used to that and sometimes we, we, we take it upon ourselves to begin to confront him and ask him questions especially when our welfare begins to go a little below par we begin to feel like yes we have the right to stand before God and be saying God where were you when this happened to me when this happened to my friend when this happened to my mom when this happened to my father when this happened to me where were you and we begin to think that we are legitimating our requests of 
asking God, putting God in a dock, and making him subject himself to answering our questions that we feel entitled to. Sometimes the fact that we have God as our father blinds us from the obligation we have to him as our God. He's our God. He's our king. He's our lawgiver. And that role, that capacity called God only demands one thing. It does not demand interaction. It does not demand negotiation. It does not demand consideration. It demands only submission. Whenever you come to God as your God and your king, you're not coming on a negotiating basis. You're coming on a submissive basis. You're coming to God and you're saying, God, because you hold this role as God over me and over all mankind and over all over everything that breathes upon the earth, because you hold this capacity as God, I am not in any way worthy enough to stand before your presence. And so today I come to worship, I come to submit, I come to cast my crowns. There's a reason why the 24 elders are called elders in the Bible. There is a reason why they're called elders. There is a reason why they're called elders. It means that whatever it is you would ever achieve on earth, whatever it is, whatever ladder you're able to climb to the very summit of relevance, whatever thing you're able to achieve, whatever success or achievement you are able to wield on earth, he says there is an elder you have in heaven. No matter the kind of appellations that are before your name, there is an elder you have in heaven. There is somebody that has done that, that has seen it, done that all together in heaven is called an elder. But you see, when these elders look at God, these elders that have done everything you could possibly aspire to do and have forgotten it in their behind, they've forgotten it in their past. When they look and behold the magnificence of this God, they have no other reason than to cast the crowns that is meant for their heads, to put it at his own feet, because the highest of everything they could ever achieve is only as worthy as to begin at his own lowest. Do you understand that? And how magnificent God is, that even all the elders of heavens, the elders, the twenty four elders, when they come before the throne of God, they don't try to remain and keep their crowns on their head. They cast it at his feet. They cast it at his feet. I say, whatever it is, whatever thing we have achieved, whatever it is that we are, whoever it is we have become, it is only as worthy at your footstool. And so with that mindset of God being the God over all mankind and over all creation, can you begin to worship him again with a new level of revelation? Can you begin to worship him again tonight with that sense of awe, with that sense of reverence, with that sense of glory, with that sense of admiration. Who are we to even call ourselves your sons? Who are we to even call ourselves your daughters? Who are we to even call ourselves your children? Who are we? Who are we or what are our people? Oh, you are good. You are good and there's no one else like you. You are good and there's no one else like you. If you have your Bibles tonight, open your Bibles to Job. I'm going to be reading some verses of scripture from the book of Job. As we just go into praising God tonight, and as we go into worshiping God tonight, as we go into exalting his holy name. <laughs> oh, what a joy. Woo! Just, just, just listen to the things I have to say from scripture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bible says in Job chapter 36 and verse 24, it says, Remember that thou magnify his work, which men behold. Remember to magnify his work. Sometimes you don't even need to look at your life. Look at creation and magnify his work there. Look at the things he has made. The invisible things of the Godhead are clearly seen. Being understood by the things which are made, even his eternal power and the Godhead. Nobody is without excuse. Everything in creation is so loud about the magnificence of God's ability. But sometimes men get too carried away. The whole earth is full of his glory, but the heart of man sometimes is the emptiest of such perceptions. It's the emptiest. The whole earth is full of his glory, but we miss it every single time. Heavens declare the glory of God. Day unto day, utter speaks. Night unto night, shows knowledge. There is no language or creed on earth where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone through the entire earth. However, men have conveniently skipped past this awesomeness every single day. Verse 24, remember that thou magnify his work, 
which men behold. Every man may see it. Man may behold it afar. Behold, God is great and we know him not. Neither can the number of his years be searched out. God is great and sometimes we don't know it. Imagine how great God is and sincerely, how can God be this great and men are this clueless? How can God be this great and sometimes men still miss such magnificence? Oh, how? Romans chapter 11, I believe verse 33, he says, all oh, the depths, all oh, the depths of both the riches, of both the wisdom and the knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. He says, behold, God is great. And we know him not, neither can the number of his years be searched out. Remember in Isaiah chapter 40, from verse 30, thereabout, he says, Have you not heard, have you not understood that the God of the earth, the creator of the ends of the earth, he says he never tires, he doesn't get weary, he says there is no searching to his understanding. He says he gives wisdom to the wise. He says he gives strength to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the young men shall faint, and, and those that have strength are utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, which is what we've been doing, which is what we started today, we're going to do that for the rest of the week till Friday. He says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. He says, Behold, this God is great, and we know him not. Neither can the number of his years be searched out, for he makes small drops of water. They pour down rain according to the vapor thereof, which the clouds do drop and distill upon man abundantly. Also, can any understand the spreadings of the clouds or the noise of his tabernacles? Behold, he spreads his light upon it and covers the bottom of the sea. Can you imagine that there is some God that covers the bottom of the sea? Ooh. Behold, he spreads his light upon it and covers the bottom of the sea. For by then judges he the people, he giveth meat in abundance. With clouds he covers the light and commanded it not to shine by the cloud that covers betwixt. It says, The noise thereof showeth concerning it, the cattle also concerning the vapor. It says, Listen, at this also my heart trembled, and in and is moved out of his place. Hear attentively the noise of the voice, of his voice, and the sound that goeth out of his mouth. He directed it under the whole heaven, and his lightning unto the ends of the earth. After it after it, a voice roareth, he thundereth with the voice of his excellency. And he will not say, he will not stay them when his voice is heard. God thundereth marvelously with his voice. Great things doeth he when which we cannot comprehend. Great things God doeth that we still may never be able to comprehend. For he saith to the snow, be thou on the earth, likewise to the small rain and to the great rain of his strength. He sealeth up the hand of every man, that all men may know his work. Then the beasts go into dance and remain in their places out of the south, come at the whirlwind and cold out of the north. By the breath of God who frost is given, and the breath of waters is straightened. Glory to God. Also by watering he wearieth the thick cloud. He scatters his bright cloud, and it is turned round about by his counsels that they may do whatsoever he commanded them upon the face of the world in the earth. He causes it to come whether for correction or for his land or for mercy. Hearken unto these, O Job, stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Sometimes we are so in a hurry, sometimes we are so, you know, always in motion, on the move, busy and all that. Sometimes all God wants you to do is lie down, is stand still and behold the wondrous works of God and consider the wondrous works of God and it will banish doubt out of our hearts. It will banish fear. It will banish, you know, this sense of entitlement. It will banish it out of our hearts. It will banish unbelief because sometimes we only need to just stay still and consider the wondrous works of God. Does thou know when God disposed them and caused the light of his cloud to shine? Does thou know the balancings of the cloud? I like this part. See, the, the balancings. Sometimes you just think the clouds are the way they are because you know that, that there is something called mother nature. What was the meaning of that? Sometimes people just find such theories and ideologies so convenient enough to excuse themselves from the submission that the acknowledging of God will demand of them. Oh God. Does thou know the balancings of the clouds? The wondrous works of him which is perfect in knowledge. The wondrous works of him. 
which is perfect in knowledge. How thy garments are like this part. How thy garments are warm when he quieted the earth by the south wind. That means if not for God, your garments will be heating up on your body. If not for God, the Bible says it is warm because he quieted the earth by the south wind. As thou with him spread out the skies, oh, which is strong and as a molten looking glass. He says, teach us when we shall, what we shall say to him. I like this part. He says, for we cannot order our speech by reason of darkness. A lot of times we spend our hearts, we spend our money, we spend ourselves getting educated in darkness, getting educated in things that will take us farther from him. He says, when you come to the throne of God and you want to converse with God, you cannot premise your arguments on the basis of darkness. He says, teach us, Lord, how we would order our, our, our speech. For we cannot order our speech by reason of darkness. By reason of darkness. So even God is one that tells you how to think whenever you come to his presence. It is not you that you think you know what to think. It is not you that you think you know how to confront him. How to demand answers. He says when you come to the presence of God, you ask God to tell you the basis of engagement. You tell him, how should I engage you, sir? Give us, oh glory to God, how we shall say what we need to say to you. For we cannot order our speech by reason of darkness. Salim told him that I speak. If a man speak, surely he shall be swallowed up. And now men see not the bright light which is in the clouds, but the wind passeth and cleanseth them. Fair weather cometh out of the north, which Allah see provagin attire. He says, with God is terrible majesty. The fatherhood of God sometimes blinds us from the fierceness of his person. He says, with God is terrible majesty. This is all we knew about God. We will not dare Ask him the kind of question sometimes we ask him. But because he's our father, we are sleeping. And yo, <laughs> we are sleeping. He says, with God, he's not just majestic. He's terribly, terribly majestic. You are terrible. So terrible in your ways. I don't know if you know that song. You were terrible, so terrible in your, your ways. God is a terrible God. You were terrible, yeah, so terrible in your ways. And that's why we call you Yahweh, 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 Yahweh. priests that wrote the Torah, those eunuchs in ancient synagogues that wrote out the Torah in scrolls, it is recorded that whenever they want to write the name Yahweh, God, you see, the name was so, so sacred that you couldn't afford a vowel in there. It is not that we spell it Y-A-W-E-H. It is Y-H-W-H. <laughs> In the original Greek, or rather original Hebrew rendition, it is Y-H-W-H. If you made a mistake in the spelling of God, you told the scroll. You couldn't cancel and rewrite it. That was how honoring men were of this majestic God, this terribly majestic God. If you made a mistake, right? If, if somebody called you and you were writing the name God, you couldn't stop and look at another person and answer that person. You had to finish the writing. That was how much reverence was accorded to this God. With him, his terrible majesty. Terrible majesty. Are you still with me tonight? Yes, sir. With him, his terrible majesty. Where am I? Psalms, I mean, in Job 37, verse 22. Verse 23, touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power, he is excellent in judgment, and he is plenty in justice, he will not afflict. If I come to you with 
6,000 years of absolute consistency in experience. Oh God. 6,000 years of commanding the clouds, balancing the clouds, spreading the curtains of the firmament, spreading and holding the base of the seas. If I come to you with 6,000 years of absolute consistency in setting the sun and setting the sun down at night, if I come to you with absolute consistency, how come you are unable to trust me with your tomorrow? 6,000 years of historical data of absolute consistency in the very things that God is accorded credit that is the creation of the whole world. If we cannot learn from the parables that nature tells us about the consistency and the integrity and the righteousness and the justice of God, then nothing else, nothing else will convince us otherwise. Nothing else. He says, he is excellent in power and in judgment, is plenteous in mercy, is plenteous in justice rather, and he will not afflict. Stop crediting affliction to him. <laughs> he will not afflict. You just need to understand. <laughs> Woo! Man, do therefore fear him. He respected not any that is wise in his own heart. So when you come to the presence of God, you don't come with an assumption of knowledge. You don't come with a presumption of understanding. You come with simplicity. He says, the entrance of that word brings light and understanding to the simple. We are still praising, we are still thanking, we are still submitting and worshiping. I hope you understand what we're doing right now. We are still thanking him. We're just, we're just building our hearts. Momentum, momentum of worship, momentum of praise. We're just building our hearts, understandings, understandings, pillars of gratitude. That's what we are building and entrenching into the very soils of our hearts. We're just digging burrows and stuff into our hearts to dig deep down so that by the time praise arises, it arises from a depth of understanding. It arises from that depth. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, who is this that darkness counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thou me. Where was thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding, who hath laid the measures thereof? If thou knowest, or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations therefore fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone there? When the morning stars they sang together, and the sons of God shouted for joy, or who shut up the city with doors, or who break forth as it as if it had issued out of the womb. When I made the clouds, the garment thereof, the thick darkness and the swarthing bag of for it, the breaking up for it, for it my decreed place and set bars and doors and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further. And here shall the proud waters be stayed. Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days, caused thy day spring to know its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it? Is It is turned as claim to the seal, and they stand as a garment. And from the wicked their light is withholding, and the High arms shall be broken as thou entered into the springs of the sea, or as thou walked in the search of the depth. Have the gates of death been opened, O oh Jesus? Has the gate of death been opened unto you, or has thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? Has thou perceived the breath of the earth? Declare if thou knowest it all. Where is the way where light dwells? Glory to God. Do you know where light is kept? Do you know where light is kept? Do you know the address of light? And as for darkness, where is the place there? that thou shouldest stick to the bounds thereof, that thou shouldest know the path of the house thereof, knowest thou it because thou, because thou was then born, or because the number of the days is great? Hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow? Do you know where snows are kept, O oh boy? Or hast thou seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of the battle and the war? By that, by what way is the light parted? Which scatters the east wind upon the earth who has divided the water course for the overflowing of water or away for the lighting of thunder for to, to cause it to rain to the earth where no man is on the wilderness where there is no man to satisfy the desolate and waste ground and to cause the bud the tender herb to spring forth as the rain a father Satya. he says as the rain a father or who has begotten the drops of dew has out of whose womb came the ice and the holy frost of heaven who had gendered it the waters are hid as with a stone and the face of the deep is frozen canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades or lose the bands of Orion canst thou bring forth Mazaros in a season or canst thou guide Acturus hmm. 
His names are deep. <laughs> With a servant, knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Can thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Can thou lift up thy voice to the clouds? The abundance of waters may cover thee. Can thou send the lightnings that they may go and say unto thee, Here we are. <laughs> can, you, can you reprimand thunder? Can you reprimand lightnings? Can you call on them and they say, Yeah, here we are. Who has put wisdom in the inward parts? Who is able to give man wisdom? Or who has given understanding to the heart? Who can know? But the clouds in wisdom, or who can stay the bottles of heaven? Do you understand that even heavens have, have bottles? He says, Who can stay the bottles of heaven? It says, When the dust groweth into hardness and the clouds cleave fast together, will that hunt the prey for the lion or feel the appetite of the young lions? Are you the one that, <laughs> that caters to the lions and the young lions when they crouch in their days and abide in the covert to lie in wait? Who provided for the raven his food when the young ones cry? unto God. They wonder for lack of meat. Knowest thou the time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth? Or can thou mark when the hinds do calve? Can thou number the months that they fulfill? Or knowest thou the time when they bring forth? Can thou bow thyself? They bring, they bow themselves. He says they bring forth their young ones. They cast out their sorrows. Their young ones are in good like and they grow up with corn. They go forth and return not unto them who has sent out the wild as free or who has loosed the bands of the wild ass whose house I have made the wilderness and the barren lands his dwelling place his corns the multitude of city neither regarded the crimes of the driver the range of the mountains is, is his pasture he is searching after every green thing will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide in thy crib <laughs> can he just toast the unicorn and say come and stay in my house can you, can you, he said, will the unicorn be willing to serve you or bind in thy cream? Can thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow, or will he arrow the valley after thee? Will thou trust him because his strength is great, or will thou leave thy labor to him? Will thou believe him that he will, he will, he will bring home thy seed and gather it unto thy bond? Give thou the goodly wings unto the peacocks. Remember, we have one peacock at our church. Are you the one that painted it so beautifully? It says, or wings and feathers unto the ostrich, which leaveth our eggs in the earth and warmeth them in the dust, and forgetteth that the foot may crush them, or that the wild beasts may break them. She is hardened against her own young ones, as though they were not hers. Our labor is in vain without fear, because God had deprived her of wisdom. Neither had he imparted unto her understanding. What time? She lifted up herself on high. She's cornered the horse and his rider. Has thou given the horse strength? Has thou clothed his neck with thunder? Can thou make him afraid as a grasshopper? The glory of his nostrils is terrible. He poured in the valley and rejoiceth in the strength. He goeth out to meet the armed man. He mocketh at fear and is not affrighted. Neither turneth he back from the sword. The quiver rattleth against him. The glittering spear and the shield. He swallows the ground with fierceness and rage. Neither believeth he that is the sound of the trumpet. Oh, he sat among the trumpets, ha, ha, and he smelled the battle afar, the thunder of the captains and the shoutings. He says, does the ark fly by thy wisdom and stretch her wings towards the south? Does the eagle mount up at thy command and make her nest on high? She dwelleth and abideth on the rock, upon the crag of the rock and upon the strong place. From then she seeketh the prey and her eyes behold the fire of her young ones. Also suck up the blood and where the slain are, there she is. Moreover, the Lord answered Job. <laughs> the Lord has been speaking. And then the Lord answered. <laughs> the Lord asked Job questions and then the Lord answered. The Lord has never been given Job any opportunity to speak. But the Lord is already answering because the Lord knows your heart. He's already answering. And this is the attitude of God's answers. God never apologized to you, sir. I'm sorry. He would ask you questions. And he would say, if you are able to answer these questions, you become God. And I become Job. I become you. And then God answered Job. He answered, shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproves God, let him answer. Then Job answered the Lord and said, behold, I'm vile. What shall I answer thee? I will lay my own hand upon my mouth. Once have I spoken, but I will not answer. Yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. Then answer the Lord unto Job out of the world and said, Listen to this. Gird up thy loins, now like a man. I will demand of thee and declare unto me. Will thou also disannul my judgment? Will thou condemn me that thou might be righteous? Kai. 
In that way, we attempt every time we ask God questions. Where were you when this happened? How come my life is like this? What is going on with my life? Instead of you to take the opportunity and the privilege to enter into his presence with submission and in worship. You question God. You say, why is my own like this? Why is it that it has taken such a long time for me? Stop questioning. Start submitting. Start worshiping. Start worshiping. Start worshiping. He says, listen, what is the good in your righteousness at the expense of God? That is God whose righteousness is what is holding the entire world in place. What good is your righteousness in a world whose God is condemned? Imagine the day God becomes unjust. What is the hope of your righteousness in such a world? The God of the universe, the only reason why there is something called gravity, the only reason why there is something called Archimedes, the only reason why there is something called the cause and effect, the only reason why there is an ecosystem, there is nature in the first place, is because there is a God that sets it on course. The day that God becomes unjust, there is no essence to life anymore. But you intend to be righteous at the expense of such a God's integrity. That's the folly of some of our questions sometimes. That's the folly of some of our questions sometimes. He says, will thou disannul my judgments? Will thou condemn me that thou might be righteous? How smart is that? Is as thou an arm like God? Or can thou thunder like a voice? Or with a voice like his? Deck thyself now with majesty and excellency. Array thyself with glory and beauty. Cast abroad the rage of thy wrath. And behold everyone that is proud and abase him. Can you make people pay for their sins? <laughs> I like that. Can you make people pay? Somebody that has been misbehaving, can you make him pay? Can you, can you make the proud a beast? Can you turn a Nebuchadnezzar into a beast? Can you do that? Look on everyone that is proud and bring him low and tread down the wicked in their place. Hide them in the dust together and bind their faces in secret. Then will I also confess unto thee that thy, thy own right hand can save thee. Oh Jesus, our right hand cannot save us, Lord. Thy right hand, even the right hand of your righteousness, is what is keeping us afloat. Behold now the behemoth which I made with thee, he eateth grass like an ox. Lo, now his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar, and seeing of the stones are wrapped together. His bones are strong pieces of brass. His bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God. He that made him make, can make his sword to approach unto him. Surely the mountains bring him food, where all the beasts of the field play. He lies under the shady trees, in the covert of the reeds and fanes, the shady trees covered him with their shadows. The willows of the brook compassed him about. Behold, he drinketh of a river, and hasteneth not. He trusteth that he can drop Jordan into his mouth. Can you imagine that an animal will look at River Jordan and say, I'm about to drink this entire river as my afternoon drink? Can you imagine that? He taketh up with his eyes, his nose pierceth through snares. Can thou draw up the Levathian with a, with a hook, or his tongue with a cord? Which thou lettest down, can thou put an hook into his nose or bore his jaw through with a thorn? Or will he make supplication unto you? Will he beg you? Or will he speak soft words unto you? Will he make a covenant with you? Will thou take him for a servant forever? Will thou play with him as with a bird? Or will thou bind him for thy maidens? <laughs> for sporting. Shall the companions make a banquet of him? Shall they? Part him among the merchants. Can thou fill his skins with barbed irons or his head with fish spears? Lay thine hand upon him. Remember the battle. Do no more. Behold, the hope of him is in vain. Shall not one be cast down even at the sight of him? <laughs> he has not done anything, but you are cast down already. You are in trepidation and absolute fear. Just the sight of the Leviathan. None is so fierce that dares tear him up. Who then is able to stand before me? Hey! He says, this Leviathan, I created him. Nobody can stand face to face with this guy. But some people think they can stand face to face with me. None is so fierce that dare stare him up. Who then is able to stand before me? Who has prevented me that I should repay him? Whosoever is on, he said, whatsoever is under the whole heaven is mine. Such an absolute declaration of authority. He says, whatsoever is under the heavens, including you, the whole earth, and the fullness thereof, he says, the whole heaven is mine. Whatsoever is under the whole heaven is mine. I will not conceal his part, nor his power, nor his complete proportion. Who can discover the face of his garment? Or who can come to him with the double bridle? Who can open the doors of his face? His teeth are terrible roundabout. 
his scales are his pride, shut up together as the whole, as with a closed seal. One is so near to the other that not one puff of hair can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together that they cannot be sundered. But his nursings, a light does shine. And his eyes, like the eyelids of the morning, out of the mouth go burning lamps and sparks of fire leap out. Out of the nostrils great smoke and out of his seething pot of caldron. His breath kindled coals. His breath kindled coals. Do you understand that? And a flame goes out of his mouth. In his neck remains strength. The sorrow is turning to joy before him. The flakes of his flesh are joined together. They are firm in themselves. They cannot be moved. His heart is as firm as a stone. Yea, as hard as the piecing of the nether millstone. When he raised up himself, the mighty are afraid. By reason of breaking, they purify themselves. The sword of him that laid at him cannot hold. The spear, the darkness of the harbour He esteemed iron as straw. Listen to that. And the brass as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned with him into stubble, Jesus. Darts are counted as stubble. He laughed at the shaking of the spear. Sharp stones are under him. He spreadeth sharp pointed things upon mire. He maketh the deep to boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a pot of ointment. He makes a path to shine after him. One would think the deep to be hoary. Upon the earth there is not like he's like. Who is made without fear? He beholdeth all high things. He is a king over all the children of pride. Wow. I just read to you a citation. A citation of God. Something that profiles him. Something that profiles his capacity. That profiles his nature. That profiles his terrible majesty. Oh boy, Father, we give you praise. Wherever you are, can you thank him again? With this understanding that you have received tonight, can you thank him again? You see that there is no basis to question his integrity. There is no basis to question his justice. There is no basis to question his mercy. He is plenteous in mercy. If he said he's plenteous in mercy, he's not trying to impress you. He's trying to just expose to you his nature. He's not trying to impress you with declaring his nature to you. It is in your own best interest to trust in what he has said. Because those words are what is keeping the whole earth in balance. The Bible says it balances the clouds. Oh, glory to Jesus. Can you thank him tonight? Can you thank him tonight? Can you give him praise tonight? Can you glorify him tonight? Glorify him in your storms. Glorify him in your windy seasons. Glorify him in the valley. Glorify him even when you don't understand. Glorify him, exalt him. Exalt him, magnify him. He is good. His mercies endure forever. He is good. His mercies endure forever. Thank him tonight. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. He is worthy to be praised. As much as he's, he's our father, he's also our king and commander. We're not just ex- expecting him to keep us. Commending us and commending us, we also are large to his commands. We want him to actually command us because in that we become servants, in that we become sons, in that we become chastised and trained sons. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a privilege to both have you as king and as your father. To have you as king and have your father. To have your king and have your father. You're our commander. You're the commander of the ends of the earth. Everything listens to you. He says everything under the sun is yours. Everything under the heaven is yours. Everything, including mankind. Including mankind. And as we begin to get into the theme of, of this fact, don't worry, we'll end by 8 o'clock. For some of you that think we spent 15 minutes, you know, we would end by 9 o'clock, praise God. We spent 15 minutes just worshiping him. Hey, that's a good proportion. Okay, that's a good proportion. Sometimes we spend just two seconds worshiping him and we go straight into the things we want from him. That's not a good proportion. You spend, if you spend everything worshiping him, you have done well. You have done very well. You have done very, very well. All right? And so I just needed to help you dig deep into the source of your heart, the premise of his revelation in your heart. That is... To dig deep into your heart, the basis of how magnificent God is. So that by the time you thank God the next time, it's going to come from a depth. It's not just going to be, oh, God is good, God is good, God is big, God is mighty. No, these are words that are empty if they lack understanding. Mm. Thank Him with understanding. Praise Him with understanding. That is when your praises can mean something. God understands your heart. 
So when you are thanking him, it has to be from a depth. It has to be from a depth. Verse 18, Daniel chapter 2. He says that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret. That Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men in Babylon. Two things mercies do, or the mercy of God does. There are two things the mercy of God does. It exempts you from danger. It exempts you from, you know, um, harm and all that. But it also gives you access to secrets. It also gives you access to secrets. It gives you access to secrets. It exempts. It also gives access. And that's one of the things we're going to be getting in this season. The mercies of the Lord will come upon this tribe. You will feel it in your house. You will feel it tonight. You will feel it from tonight. The mercies of the Lord. There will be such an avalanche of, of latitude the Lord will give you. Latitude. Favors. Because mercy is about to drop on you right now. Mercies. Mercies. The sure mercies of David. Because you see, the king was about to kill all the wise men and astrologers in the land of Babylon. But thank God for Daniel that sought for mercy. He said so that he would not die along with all the other astrologers. But the message did more than that. It gave him access to secrets. Father, we give you praise. Oh, yeah. For all these six months, the Lord has allowed his mercy brood over us. No harm has come upon us. Things have been happening in the world. The pandemic. Unemployment. Economic crisis. People losing their jobs. And in the midst of all of that, we have come to worship him. We've come to thank him because here we are still standing. His mercies have spoken over us. His mercy has been speaking over us. If not for the mercies of the Lord, we would have been long consumed. That's what the Bible teaches. Long consumed. We wouldn't have lasted this long. But here we are, the seventh month of the year 2020. The roller coaster 2020. Here we are, seven months. Glory to God. Not by power, not by might, but by the power and the power of the Holy Ghost. The power and the mercy of God. Not by power, not by might, but by thy mercy, by thy spirit, by thy grace, by thy lifting, by thy promotion, by thy favor, by thy goodness. That's why I'm still here standing and speaking. All right? But beyond the exemption from harm and danger, we're about to enter into dimensions of secrets. Mm-hmm. Secrets. 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 Thelavibo Shadabas. Verse 19, then the secret revealed. Then the secret was revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. And you see, we're going to be really tabernacling in the blessing that Daniel blessed God with. (laughs) Very powerful. We were not able to go into all the juicy details tonight. But you see, if there's anything you're taking away from tonight's session, is that God is terribly majestic. Mm -hmm. And every time you have the privilege to kneel before him and stand before him and just raise up your holy hands, it it must be with a sense of absolute honor Mm -hmm. and privilege and gratitude in your heart. Nothing short of that is deserving of his presence. Nothing short of that. You don't come with a toga of arrogance, with a sense of entitlement as to God. I subscribe to you in prayers and fastings and in tithes and offerings so that you can deliver to me care and affection and love. No. If you pass out from earth today, God will not be any less God than he already is. He's not keeping you to keep in your good books. <laughs> He's not trying to be good to you so that you, you can have, he can have your favor. Your favor will not be in any extra tiny bit of good. He, he, he loves you. That's why he does all the things he does. He just loves you. That's why. Not because you are essential to his survival. <laughs> You're not essential to his survival. He is essential to your survival. And you must come to him with that sense of gratitude. That he, he, I wouldn't want my brain to think of the things I'm thinking of being entitled to. If not for you. If not for you. If not for you. You see? If not for you. That's the mindset we must have. We must be willing to worship God. Wherever we are, wherever we are, whatever we find ourselves in. And you see, it is in that sense we enter into depth of secrets. He will not begin to show us things. Ah, you come to me on the basis of my kingship, on the basis of the fact that I'm a commander, on the basis of the fact that I'm the creator of the ends of the earth, that I weary not, there's no searching to my understanding. You come to, to me on the basis of how much of my terrible majesty you have in your heart. 
I will show you who I am. Come, let me show you into the chambers of darkness. Let me show you into the chambers, the secret things that are hidden from ages past. I'm going to reveal it to you. Because you have wisdom, you have sense. You see me the way I really am. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. That's the kind of attitude you will now begin to have. He says, there was a secret revealed unto Daniel in the night vision, and Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Verse 20, Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. It's not, it does not belong to any precedent. It does not belong to any man. Wisdom and might are his. He changes times and seasons. Listen, COVID-19 did not change the times and seasons. A lot of us are giving too much credit to that thing. COVID-19 is, is not the changer of times and seasons. Technology is not a changer of times and seasons. God is the only one that deserves to be credited that kind of office. He is the changer of times and seasons. He says he changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. So how he changes times and seasons? Because after seasons, there you see a colon. That's an explanation of how he changes times and seasons. How he changes times and seasons is by removing kings and setting up kings. And how he removes kings and sets up kings, listen to this, is by giving wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that have no understanding. And how he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that have no understanding is that he reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is inside darkness and the light dwells with him. Remember in Job we were reading that where do you know that light is kept? Where do you know that light dwells? Here we are seeing here that he's the one that what? He's the one that knows what is inside darkness. And the light dwells with him. It's amazing that he dwells in light and the light dwells in him. <laughs> that says he dwells in a light that no man can approach. But even light dwells in him. Praise the name of the Lord. So when you find yourself in God, you have found yourself in light. Bible says in James 1 and verse 17, Bible says, Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. The Father of lights. That means you are also light. So I'm going to get into all these dimensions in the course of this fast. Praise the name of the Lord. In whom there is no variableness. He has such a track record. You can believe into the future. You can believe him. You can, you, see, listen, it makes sense to trust God. It just makes sense. See historical data. See creation. See your life. See the complexity of your brain. See the dimensions of and the latitude of the planetary bodies. Look at the magnificence of the celestial bodies. Their glory is celestial. Their glory is terrestrial. The, the, the glory of the terrestrial is one. The glory of the celestial is another. Now compare that to the glory of the creator of both the celestial and the terrestrial. That's what we're talking about here. That's what we're talking about here. You see, light dwells in him. He says, I thank thee and I praise thee, O thou God of my powers, who hath given me wisdom and might, and hast made known unto me now that which we desire of thee. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Has anyone been blessed tonight? Has anyone been blessed tonight? Uh, We come to his presence with gratitude. We come to his presence with thanksgiving. And that's exactly what we've come to do tonight. We've come to thank him. We've come to praise him. We've come to exalt his holy name. He is good. And there's no one else like him. He is good. He is good. Can you just worship him again tonight? Just, just worship him. Worship him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Exalt him. Thank him. Thank him. Look for all the scriptures that talk about his greatness. Oh, how great are thy works. Thy thoughts are very deep. God is so great. God is so faithful. Faithful is not something that he does. Faithful is who he is. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I don't really see. (laughs) Glory to Jesus. It will come to pass based on track record. (laughs) Great is your faithfulness, oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 From the rising sun, there is always a reference to creation. (laughs) Always a reference. We have so much crying out, telling us, God is faithful, sir. God is faithful, man. God is faithful. He will never leave you in darkness. He will never leave you in the valley. He will always come through for you, but we miss it every single time. Because we are so self-centered. Sometimes we are so self-indulged. 
You just need to think less of yourself and look upon Jesus. Look upon your Father. Look upon the King of Kings. Gain understanding. Gain knowledge. Gain understanding. What a God we serve. History can prove there's nothing you can do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Oh boy. Speak a word, it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Great, great, great. Ooh, yeah, 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 Thank you for coming out tonight. What an honor to, you know, lead you into prayers tonight and just, you know, love upon God together. Um, I believe strongly that this has sparked something in your heart. So go back to those scriptures that we read. Just let those scriptures pour on your heart and let it produce gratitude, unfettered gratitude. Gratitude that is not faked. Gratitude that is not, oh, let me just, let me just get past this gratitude part so I can move to the real thing that I want to talk to God about. No, gratitude that is heartfelt. Gratitude that indeed you are thanking God inside spawn. That kind of gratitude. <laughs> that kind of gratitude. Don't you slay me! That kind of gratitude. Yet I will praise you. That kind of gratitude. When you get into those depths of gratitude, there is no way you will not provoke the mercies of God. It will come to your doorstep and it will lead you into secret places with Him. And so tonight, just do that which the Lord has laid in your heart and just thank him, worship and exalt his holy name. We're just here to, you know, spark the fire, all right? But let, let the worship continue, let the prayers continue, let the prophecies continue. And of course, we continue our, continue our fast tomorrow. Pastor Tim will be leading us in a powerful season or a powerful session of prayers in the evening, all right? So, and then on Friday again, we continue and wrap it up. The next half of the year is powerful and it's packed, but it must begin on, a, on the premise of thanksgiving, submission, and gratitude. I hope you've been blessed tonight. God bless your heart. Thank you for showing up tonight. Um, it's also recorded, so for those who may have missed it, we'll probably share that with you so that you can also catch up with the spirit of the house. God bless your heart. Thank you very, very much. Love you so much. Daniel Guntunde signing out. Cheers. Have a good night. Wow. A word for more messages connect with our tribesmen across all social media platforms at PowerPoint Tribe.